Hello everyone, welcome into the Wiregrass High School Football Report, your weekly look at all things high school football in the Wiregrass. I am your host, Philip Jordan, in studio host and producer of Bethel Wolf Football on 96.9, the latest. Got a fun show planned for you guys today. I am going to be joined by head coach of the Geneva County Bulldogs, Joshua Thompson. He will break down the Bulldogs' 14-7 season opening victory over Laverne and preview their matchup this Friday against Ayrton. Opens up region play in 2A, region 2. Also, we'll go around the Wiregrass and look at all the scores from week one and look ahead to week two, some of the big matchups in the Wiregrass. But before we do that, let you guys know you can find me in the podcast. You can find me on social media at PJordanSEC. Podcast available on Apple Podcasts. Please follow, rate, and review. Leave a review. I will read it on a future edition of the show. You can also listen to the show over on 969thelegend.com and my YouTube channel, Philip Jordan Sports. Just go to the YouTube page, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell for all the notifications, and leave a comment on the episode of the podcast. I'll read that as well on a future edition of the show. You can always email me at sports.philipjordan at gmail.com. Now, let's go around the wiregrass. All right, to kick things off in the round of wiregrass. Of course, we're going over all the week one scores in the area. We're going to kick things off in 7A Region 2. Of course, the Dothan Wolves and the Enterprise Wildcats are in 7A Region 2. Dothan continued their winning ways to go to 2 0 on the year by beating Lee Montgomery 42 14 to get that first win in region play as well. Raymond Blackman had three touchdowns in the first half, came close to having a fourth, uh, but he fumbled right before he had the end zone. Braxton Hornsby got the touchdown in that one. The game was tied up early 7 7, but Dustin outscored Lee 21 7 in both the first and second halves. Auburn defeated Enterprise 31-21. Auburn was up 24-7 in the third quarter. Auburn scored the first touchdown of the game. And Enterprise Michael Johnson had an 89-yard return touchdown to tie it up 7-7. Quarterback Aiden White for Enterprise, two touchdown passes to Michael Johnson, an 83-yard touchdown and a 39-yard touchdown. Uh, Enterprise was threatening toward the end of the game at interception. Auburn scored with 248 left to seal the game. Uh, Dothan this week will play Auburn on Friday night on the road. So that'd be a very interesting matchup, which you can hear on 96.9 The Legend. And then Enterprise will be at Central Phoenix City this week. Now, for people watching on YouTube, the graphics says 5A, but we're jumping into 3A right now. Got to fire that graphics guy, which would, would be me. Uh, Houston Academy defeated Delville 45 to 0 to go to 2 0 on the year. Delville drops to 0 and 2. Quarterback Caden Mitchell. And Will Wells connected three times in the end zone. Uh, Mitchell had another touchdown pass to George Zeron and also had a 46 yard touchdown to Brady Wiggum there in the second half. Opt defeated New Brockton 41 to 20 to go to 1 and 1. New Brockton drops to 0 and 2. Terry Davis had 106 yards and Greg Jennings had two touchdown passes for Opt. Providence defeated Ashford 35 to 8 to go to 1 and 1. Ashford drops to 0 and 1 on the year. Providence Christian had three second-quarter touchdowns in this one to have a 21-0 halftime lead. Uh, quarterback Greg Pittman connected with Chappelle Stickler twice in the game. Jumping down into 1A Region 2. I got that graphic right. Uh, Brantley defeated Houston County 33-7 to go to 2-0 on the year. Houston County drops to 0-2. Quarterback Jaden Parks was 11-16 for 175 yards, two touchdowns. Robert Shine had 103 yards and two touchdowns in the game. Uh, Elba defeated Kenson 33-6. Running back Alvin Henderson had 274 yards and four touchdowns in the game. And 
running back JT Coleman had 102 yards and 44 yard touchdown in that one. So that puts Elba at 2 0 on the year and Kinston at 1 1. Florala defeated Red Level 34 19 to start the season 1 0. Red Level is 0 1. Now jumping into some non region matchups, Northside Memphis defeated Cottonwood 28 26. This game was played on Thursday night. Cottonwood attempted to tie the game with a two point attempt was not able to do so, and Northside held on with a 28-26 win. Uh, quarterback Harrison Hicks had three touchdowns for Northside in the game. Highland Home defeated Ayrton 34-33 to go to 2-0. Ayrton drops to 1-1. Highland Home went on a converted two-point attempt at the end. Uh, Ayrton running back Jordan Smith had 165 yards and one touchdown in the game on the ground, and he had a 66-yard receiving touchdown as well. Headland defeated Abbeville 60-12 to go to 2-0, and Abbeville drops to 1-1. Jackson Williams had another big performance in this game for 344 yards, total offense and six touchdowns, 255 yards in the air, 89 on the ground. He had three touchdowns in the air, three on the ground. For Abbeville, Kendrick Carter had two rushing touchdowns. Eufaula kicked off their season with a 22-14 win over Stanhope Elmore. Quarterback, Copeland Cotton had a five-yard touchdown late, and this gives Jarrell Jernigan his first win as head coach of the Eufaula Tigers. Rehoboth defeated Wicksburg 31-12. In the game, Wicksburg running back Jalen Murray had 117 yards. Uh, Rehoboth had a big game from Terrell Townsend at receiver. He caught a 32-yard touchdown pass, and he caught a 30-yard touchdown pass off a double pass. Charles Henderson defeated Mary of Montgomery 24-20 to go to 1-0 on the year. Charles Henderson was down 14-3 at halftime, and Jerome Boyd had a three-yard touchdown run with 45 seconds left in the game. Carroll defeated Dale County 39-9 to go to 1-1 on the year. Dale County drops to 0-2. Dale County jumped up 9-0 early with a safety and a 40-yard fumble return for touchdown by Christian Ross, Memphis recruit, Memphis commit. Uh, Charles Henderson then had uh, – Carroll, excuse me, had Lakeith person had a 75-yard return touchdown to, to get the game from 9-6. to six. And Then Justin Snell had a fumble return for a touchdown on the next possession to put them up 12-9 at halftime, and they went on for the victory. Quarterback Keyshawn Cole had two touchdowns there in the second half. De- Geneva defeated Bozeman 46-21, to and then GW Long defeated Slocum 22-15. to uh, Bryson Hughes, quarterback for GW Long, was 19 of 31 for 216 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, had 25 yard touchdown pass to Shakir Redding and a six yard touchdown pass to Tanner Johnston. The Geneva County defeated Laverne 14 7, which we're about to talk with Coach Thompson about that victory. It was his debut win, his debut game. And uh, Brendan Hall, running back, had 142 yards and one touchdown. Goshen defeated Zion Chapel 46-21. And Crenshaw Christian defeated Abbeville 59-21. That drops Abbeville to 1-1 one one on the season. All right, that is around the Wiregrass. All your week one scores. And now we're going to uh, go to my conversation I had on Sunday evening with Geneva County head coach Joshua Thompson about their 14-7 victory over Laverne. 
anybody joining me on the show this week, the first returning guest this season on the Wiregrass High School Football Report, Geneva County head coach Joshua Thompson, coming off a 14-7 to uh, opening game win against Laverne. Uh, coach Thompson, uh, welcome back to the show. Appreciate you doing it, and uh, congratulations on the win Friday night. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. It was a, it was a good start. Yeah, just, you know – Obviously, you want to always start out one and zero, but just that first game, first game jitters. You know, I know the players yourself. You're excited at that first game. Just how, how big and important is to really, you know, when you do start the season off one and zero, just getting that first win uh, when the first time you hit the field. Well, it makes all the work that you do in the spring and all summer. You know, it makes all the and then all fall camp. It makes all that feel worth it when you come out there and you know get that first game. Um, you know, I know for the boys, you know, they don't they don't want to be up there all summer with us, and you know, we, we make them do it. So, you know, it, it I guess it enforces reinforces to them, you know, all that work that you put in. Actually, you know, you have a you have a consequence for it. And that's you get a win. You get to start the season one today. Are they going to get Laverne? And is there any challenge in that? Because they had already played a game. Is there any challenge in that? Or, or is it actually was a benefit for you guys because you actually got to see film on them and they didn't have anything on you? Right. It was. You can look at it both ways. Uh, we did get the film, you know, from where they played Brantley. Um, it's hard to judge off Brantley because Brantley's year in and year out the top five team in one A. Yeah. Uh, but they, uh, you did get that film, and you know, I had a couple films from last year that they done. You know, that I kind of been watching over the summer. Um, you know, but really don't know how much is. You know, they have the same coaching staff, so you don't know how much is really going to carry over. Uh, so when you got that, we saw them probably week zero against Brantley and got that film, it, it kind of helped. And, you know, we, we, we played a half of a spring game and it got rained out at halftime, but it was a monsoon. I told the Laverne coach when we talked, I'm like, look, that first half we played in a monsoon rain. You know, we, we're lucky that it got to halftime. Uh, it just it coming out, just, you know, kind of overall thoughts, just, on, you know, on your team. What did you learn most about your team in the 14-7 to victory? Well, they have heart and, um, you know, there's, couple times in the second half where they could have you know we, we could have backed down and, and we didn't they they came through and um you know defensively we played really really well we had a few misassignments offensively you got a lot to clean up and up front you know just had a bunch of you know just botched assignments up front that we can't have happen against good teams especially moving forward the next couple of weeks and I know on offense, uh, uh, one of the bright spots, I know Brendan Hall, and I, I saw the uh, highlight both on WTY and on WDHN of the broken tackles, and I, I see you there all excited, and uh, you had a good vantage point of that, and it set up a touchdown for your first touchdown for with uh, Jose Martinez. Uh, right. Just uh, from your vantage point, the breaking the tackles, you know, continue to go. What, what did you see out of that play out of, out of your running back? Well, I'd actually just sent uh, – I, I was being sure my offensive coordinator, uh, Coach Sumner, I was being sure he's seen it because in the backfield, the running back to the uh, to the play side actually went the wrong way. So, they actually ran into each other in the backfield. All right, And all you see is Coach Sumner taking his headset off on the sideline, and he's about to throw it down. And then you see Brennan break out and breaks four tackles and his head down the sideline. I think he stepped out like a four. Um, you know, and then Jose ran that one in. But, I mean, he, he's – I'm glad he's on our team. <laughs> and uh, uh, looking at the, the stats that come out, uh, had one hundred four, one hundred forty-two yards and one touchdown in the game. Just, uh, w- w- what was uh he doing? What was a uh, obviously I know offensive lines a big deal with that too as well. But uh, what we'll just describe his play on Friday night? Well, you know he 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 also had eight tackles on defense. 
you know, he uh, had a pass breakup. Um, you know, he he has really good vision. You know, especially for some for a sophomore. You know, you wouldn't think that he would pick up. He's always just been able to outrun everybody. And now he's still fast, but he has really good vision in between the tackles. You know, better not honestly better than I thought he did. And uh, you know, he 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 sees stuff develop really. You know, before before we see it. You know, that's kind of what we said about him. You know, we had Emmanuel here, same thing. Like he could see stuff way before we saw it. He knew, you know, he just had a great vision. That's the same with Brendan. You know, Brendan gets an open field. Uh, he's hard to bring down one-on-one. Yeah, and I think, you know, with running backs, that's always really big because it's almost like a quarterback's mentality because if you can see the hole, you see what's going to happen before it happens. I mean, that can make it even more dangerous and lethal as a running back. Yeah, he, uh, you know, I think playing both sides of the ball helps him too. You know, he's defensively, he's, yeah, I think out of the first seven plays on defense, I think he had four tackles out of the first seven plays from a safety spot. Um, you know, and they were like for gains of two and three, you know, so he's coming downhill on the hit and he's not coming off the field much, so he, he better enjoy it. <laughs> uh, defensively, only they only scored seven points to Laverne. You guys got uh, four turnovers, uh, three interceptions. Uh, there was a fumble in there. I mean, Kenley Pryor, uh, three tackles, a tackle for loss, interception, fumble recovery. But uh, what were you guys doing to them defensively that was kind of giving them some issues? Well, just, you know, what they were doing offensively, you know, it, it's kind of – it's honestly kind of what we were doing offensively, a little bit of it, and, you know, with the wings and stuff. And we – uh. You know, we kind of had two different game plans kind of set up for it just in case. You know, our first one working, we had a backup plan. Um, you know, I think on their I think third drive is the one where they drove you know, 12, 13 plays down the field and scored. And we'd actually, when they got inside the 20, we'd actually changed it up a little bit. And, I mean, it didn't, it didn't work, obviously. They went in and scored. But, uh, you know, just our, our, our strength is our speed and our athleticism and, you know, just trying to let them play football and not have to think. You know, I, I think we, you know, you want them to think, know where to go and know where to be, but, I mean, you want them to, I mean, be really quick. Do what they do and know where to go on every on every set and ha- make it really simple for them and let them play football. And uh, Isaiah Hutcherson, he had a big he had a big game for you guys as well on on Friday. And I know the, uh, the Dothan Eagle had 10 tackles at, on the stat line, so big game for him. He did. He, he played really well defensively. Uh, him and Kenley are kind of our outside linebackers there. You know, they uh, they do a really good job, you know, at, at both them spots. Um, he also played a lot on offense, too. He's kind of our, kind of our fullback, you know. And he, uh, I think he had 10 or 11 carries. I don't think he had many yards, uh, but he got a bunch of touches offensively. Yeah, I know it's, it's, you know, today's age of football, you guys have a fullback, you know, just when you hear fullback, you don't hear it as much as you right. used to. I know it's a, uh, it's, it's weird, but we're kind of we're a little bit old school and stuff. We're doing. Hey, I think uh, in all levels of football teams that actually have a fullback have a really advantage because a lot of teams don't know how to go how to defense against it. Right, ninety percent of your team don't have a fullback at all, or and it's getting to where they're not tight ends. I mean, yeah. I mean, so it's you know everything's just opening up, you know, just spread everybody out and try to get the numbers advantages. What a lot, yeah. Yeah, if you watch football on Sundays, most of your tight ends are just really, really big wide receivers, basically. They are. They are. They, and they're not in there to block. And even I was watching the NFL preseason a while ago, and 
they took the tight end out and just put in another lineman, put in another offensive lineman to block. I mean, and the tight end came back in on the next set, was out wide. Different different styles, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, th- this Friday, of course, we're doing this interview on a Sunday after, uh, Sunday evening. Uh, you guys will play Ayrton in the home, in the region opener. Uh, they are one-on-one on the year. I know they got a pretty good quarterback in ENC and a good running back in Jordan Smith. But what you've seen of – of Ayrton so far, if you've seen any film on them, uh, what's your takeaway from them and uh, just thoughts on the game for this Friday? Yeah, that's uh, my, my waffle test. That's what I've been doing for the last two days because I ain't done nothing around the house. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're Ian Sin's a really good quarterback. Um, you know, I kind of kind of know of him from you know basketball too. You know, we've played him last couple years in basketball and. Um, Jordan Smith, he's a heck of a running back. They got wide receiver. Uh, I think it's Landon Tyler. I think. Um, they they are really good offensively. Uh, Coach Kilcrease does a great job up there, and you know mixing in plays, the different formations that he has. Um, you know he's a really good coach, and they have they're really good, they're a really good team. <laughs> yeah, it's always got to be always the big week. You know, getting into region play too. And I've always said this. Uh, 2A Region 2 is one of the toughest regions in the state. Out in any of any of the classifications, 2A Region 2 is always tough because it always seems like there's a team in there that it's like they didn't make the playoffs. So it's it's got to be like, you know, I mean, what what, what is the, the kind of the message to the players, you know, as you jump into region play? Well, I mean, the message to it is they've got to take it week by week, you know, yeah. and probably the best, you know, probably the best team in our region, you know, is – Week one for us of, of region play. Um, you know they are really good. They're really well coached. They've got good size up front. Um, me and Coach Summer actually went up there a couple weeks ago and watched them. And they, are, I mean, they're just well coached and they're, they're fundamental. It, it, we will uh, we'll have to play a, a, a really good game. You know, just to be in contention. And that's what you want. I mean, you want mm-hmm. games right here at the beginning of the year. You know, that's going to test you and it'll let you see where you're at as a team and what you need to work on. Um, you know, so that's why I'm glad we played Laverne, you know, week, you know, week one, that's a really good test for us, kind of a measuring stick of, you know, what we do really well and, you know, what we really need to work on. Cause you know, we you go into region play, you, you go to Abbeville first two weeks, you better be ready. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, I wish y'all all the good luck this, uh, this Friday. And, you know, before we close out, anything I didn't mention about the game, on Friday night that, you know, you wanted to, to talk about or anything with your team or the community there at Geneva County there in Hartford? No, sir. It's, uh, I know I said last time it's a, it's, it's an honor to be a coach here and, you know, have uh, Coach Sumner, Coach Hackett, and Coach Ant help me. It's, it's an honor to have them uh, be a part of it. And I just thank the community for their support. And let's, let's do it again this Friday night. <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, once again, uh, good luck this Friday. Good luck rest of the season. Uh, uh, maybe we can uh, check in uh, again uh, before the season's out. Yeah, man, for sure. Just just let me know. All right, once again, thanks to Joshua Thompson for coming on the show to talk about Geneva County getting that 14-7 win and also previewing their matchup with Ayrton this coming Friday night. Now, let's get out of here. As we always do, we go over the schedule for the upcoming week here in the Wiregrass and has some interesting game. Most teams, every team will be in region play this upcoming Friday. And no Thursday games this week. We're all on Friday evening this week. So we will start off here in 
7A Region 2. Uh, Dothan will be at Auburn. Both teams are 2-0 and in that one. Enterprise will be at Central Phoenix City. Enterprise 1-1. and Central Phoenix City is 2-0. Central Phoenix City always one of the favorites in the region, along with Auburn and Pratt. A lot of really good teams in 7A Region 2. In 5A Region 2, you follow will be at Headland. Both teams are unbeaten so far. You follow 1-0. Headland 2-0. Greenville 1-0 will be at Charles Henderson 1-0. Uh, Carroll one and one will be at Rehoboth one and oh, should be a very interesting game on that one. Seven A Region two Andalusia will be at Dale County. Andalusia's two and zero. Oh, Dale County's zero oh and two. And Geneva will be at Slocum. Geneva is one and one. Slocum is zero oh and one. In one A Region two McKenzie will be at Brantley. Brantley's two and zero. Oh. Houston County zero oh and two at Elba two and zero. Oh. Pleasant Home one and zero oh at Red Level who is zero oh and one. In AISA. You do have Abbeville Christian 1-1 one one at Hooper Academy. And in independent rank, you have Pike Lib 0-2 at Chipley, who is 1-0 on the season so far. And some more region play going around the Wiregrass. 3 at Region 2, Delville 0-2 will be at Strawn, who's 1-0. Northside Memphis 2-0 will be at Op 1-1. New Brockton's 0-2, they'll be at Providence, who's 1-1. Ashford at 0-1 will be at Pike County, who is 0-1. 2A Region 2, Sampson will be at GW Long. Sampson's 0-1, GW Long's 1-0, Ayrton at 1-1 at Geneva County. Uh, Geneva County's 1-0, as we just called Thompson, and Ayrton is 1-1. Cottonwood at 0-1 will be at Abbeville, who's 1-1. Zion Chapel at 0-1 will be at Whitsburg, who is 0-2. And uh, that's going to do it for this edition of the Wiregrass High School Football Report. Appreciate you checking out the show, whether it be you know, on the YouTube channel or here uh, just the audio version on Apple Podcasts or 969thelegend.com. Uh, just remember on Thursday to check out the Jed Kennedy Coaches Show uh, brought to you by Property Champions each week at 8 o'clock. Jerry Coleman and Ken Lambert sit down with Coach Jed Kennedy to talk about the previous game and the upcoming opponent. So Coach Kennedy will be giving his thoughts on the Dudson Wolves 42-14 to win over Leah Montgomery and previewing the matchup with Auburn. But if you do miss it, you can't tune in at 8. You can check out the replay over on 969thelegend.com. As soon as it goes off the air at 8.30, it is over there on the website. And also remember to check out the Dothan Wolves when they play at Auburn this Friday night. If you can't be there, if you're in another game, you want to check us out. Uh, pre-game starts at 6.45 and kickoff is at 7. And we always enjoy if you can get your scores into us as well if you're at another game. Well, that's going to do it. Uh, remember, you can follow me on social media at P. Jordan NCC. The podcast is available on Apple Podcasts. So please follow, rate, and review. Like I said, you can also check it out over on 969thelegend.com. You can check out my conversation with Coach Thompson over on my YouTube channel, Philip Jordan Sports. Just go find the page, hit subscribe, hit the bell for all the notifications. And if you leave a comment on a video for the high school podcast, the Wiregrass High School Football Report, I'll also read that. On a future edition, you can always email the show at sports.philipjordan at gmail.com. Hope everybody has a great week. Till next time. Bye-bye.